Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Uh, Mike has been in touch. He's WhatsApped us 0861239595 uh, about the person who said that non-Irish people have to pay for the COVID test. I've heard from a few people who contacted the doctor looking for a test and being told that if the test is negative, then they have to pay for it. Mike, that just isn't true. It's not right. It's not right. The tests are free. They're done because of public health concerns. They're not actually being done specifically for the individual. They're being done to help with contact tracing and suppressing COVID-19 in the wider community. So if you are referred by a GP for a test, you know, we understand there may be delays, there may be other problems, but the test in the public system is free. Now, our homes have certainly become the centre of our lives lately. Uh, interaction is limited, obviously, because of the pandemic, uh, from working remotely to the lack of social gatherings. We're required to stay at home a lot more than usual to keep ourselves and each other safe. But how can we keep well at work but from home. Well, Rachel Meskel of Workplace Wellness joins me now with some tips for you on this. Hi, Rachel. How are you? Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Uh, so, settling in, I think when all of this started, people were throwing things together, weren't they? And, and saying, oh, jeepers, I'm, I'm at home. I didn't expect this. Yeah. I'm, I'm suddenly there. And I presume what can happen then is they put habits in train that aren't always good habits for long-term working at home. Yeah, I think, I, th- I think Joe, when we went home first, we all thought in the short term, like no, no one looked at COVID and said, yeah, we're in for the long haul here. And we all hoped that it would be short term. So yeah, like you said, we all went home and we, you know, got a section of a table and we you know, took a certain chair and we sat on it and we, we went to certain parts of the house. And I suppose the thing is, like COVID is a reality and at the moment we don't know when it's going to end. It will end. I mean, we need, let's be positive. But we really need to be looking at after ourselves if we're working remotely. So whether you're a student or you're working in an office, there are certain things. Now, there's, there's lots of things we can do, but I think there are certain things that are we need to prioritise. And one is having a separate area. Like, so for those of us that have a, a complete house, maybe there's a room or something like that that we can use. For those people maybe that are sharing or, you know, students or maybe people who are all working in the same company or whatever, and there's four or five of them in a house, you may just have your bedroom. Do you know what I mean? But the smaller the area, the greater the need to have something separate so that you're separating work from your home life. Because what's happening is the boundaries are very sort of, um, they're merging into each other. And now we've got our workplace in our home place where traditionally there would have been a very clear, distinct line between the two. So we need to separate the two of them. But one thing I really want to talk about is I think it's really important because when we went home, we all just took a certain chair and took a certain table. But posture is really, really important. I was talking to an osteopath there recently, Joe, and he said to me that he's seeing numbers going up all the time coming to him and all with neck and back problems. Mm. And he knows because people have gone home and they're now sitting in a particular chair or sitting at a table that isn't really the right height. Because remember when you were in the office, if you were in a, an organisation large enough, you would have had someone doing health and safety. So the chair would have been at a, at a particular angle to the table. The, the computer would have been positioned in a, in a particular way. And so when we went home, a lot of us, as you say, didn't adopt those same habits. We just came home and went, right, this is, you know, for a certain amount of time, we'll just get through it and then I'll be back in the office. But the reality is a lot of people haven't come back to the office. 
and also may not be coming back to the office or may not be coming back full time. All the studies are showing us now that actually it's a sort of a blend of remote and working in the office that most people are looking for. But the reality is in a lot of businesses now, they just can't have it. They don't, their offices weren't set up yeah. so that they could have a number um, of people in it. Yeah, I think you say that, Rachel, because somebody gave me a, a tip at one point that even take some books and when you're on those video calls and you're using a laptop, um, pile up the books and put it on top of yeah. them. And that yeah. actually means that uh, you are not bending over your laptop yeah. while on these hour long or hour and a half long calls. Yeah. And and the other thing as well, Joe, to do is to break that posture. So if you look at, say, like the likes of the Irish Heart Foundation, you know, they have a, a campaign at the moment, Escape Your Chair, and they're asking us, and you sign up for five weeks with the challenge, right, if you go on, the, on their website. And basically what they're asking us is that for every hour, we break our posture for one minute. So that we, and they call it escape your chair. So we're, they're asking and everybody's saying it. You need to get up from that position. If you're, as you say, bent over, hunched over and you're, you're not in the correct posture, then you are, your muscles are now, um, you're going to be in pain because now your muscles are stiffening, right? And they, you're not um, exercising them. You're not helping with circulation. So for at least one minute every hour, we need to either stretch or stand up or get up, walk away. Now, just even for mental health, you need to stop being at a computer for over an hour anyway, because it's just not good for your brain to be like literally every 60 minutes that you're just staring at a screen and you're working on it. I know as well with some of those meetings, though, Joe, like those Zoom, they can go on for a long time. So they need to be short and sweet. The longer they are, but sometimes it's a training, so it's gone for two hours, but then it's important that the person who's running those meetings factors in regular breaks and actually says to people, you know, like get up and take a break, walk around, go mm. put on the kettle, get mm. a cup of tea, yeah, yeah. because we need to break that. Yeah, uh, we're chatting to Rachel Meskell of Workplace Wellness. The other thing is, and you, know, you made the point earlier about how home and work is merging through yeah. home working. And even the visuals around that are fascinating. You know, what's going on behind you on these video calls? I, I know in our house, my other half is a, a Leinster rugby fan. I know, I know. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a Munster rugby fan. And the only photograph we could agree to put up on the wall was one um, of Paul O'Connell and Brian O'Driscoll together lifting oh, okay. a trophy when the Lions won, when they were on the Lions team uh, yeah. at one stage. And like yeah. that causes an awful lot of angst for me on those calls because, you know, depending on where you are and who's on the call and what part of the country they're from, people are mortally offended or think it's lovely. And sure, I wouldn't even, like you wouldn't even think of what's going on behind you, but, but people yeah. are in your house yeah. for, for no, these they, calls. Yeah. Yeah, where where I do it, I, um, um, uh, we sort of have a room that sort of is sort of in every room. Do you know what I mean? But we get, we have the desk in there and whatever. And I've had to take down the posters behind me because <laughs> one is Minecraft and the other is I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the other one is. You know, some kind of Xbox something. And I've had to take those down because like I don't want to get into a conversation with Oh my God, look at those posters up behind you! So having to position, but. I suppose, look, it, it goes back to where you position the computer. And I suppose like that, if this is going to be long-term for you, do you know what I mean, or it's going to be a few days a week, then really sit down and think about, well, where do I need to position the desk? Where can I put the computer? You're better off in natural light as well. So trying to fix your desk against the window so you've natural light falling in on you all the time. Um, otherwise, we're sort of in sort of dark sections of the room. And obviously, it's Wi-Fi dependent. Like all those sort of basics, like where would you get the best signal? Where is that space as well that you can actually lock a door? Because for a lot of people, if you're having those meetings, like we've all seen it, people walking in behind at the wrong time or, you know, sort of like sort of going, oh, sorry, and suddenly having a conversation and you sort of, you know, flagging, I'm on a call, everybody out. 
So it's really important then to have some place where you can actually lock a door and put a sign up and say, sorry, you know, on Zoom call between two and three, please yeah. don't disturb and, me, you know. That and kind and of one thing. other thing, do you think people have been able to improve their home working circumstances since the schools and creches opened? I, I think that was a major factor, Joe. Like, you know, like a lot of people ended up trying to work and being mammy and daddy at exactly the same time. Now, for, for those of us that have children that are 10, 11, 12 and teenagers, like that's very different for those, Joe, that have kids that are under four or three or two or one. And then you are trying to literally, you know, work and play at the same time. And you know how much attention it takes to look after children. And um, there was um, an awful lot of um, information um, going out there recently about the mental health effects that that had on mums and dads who literally were trying to put in a 40-hour week working, but were putting in, obviously, more hours than that being a parent. So they were literally double-jobbing. And just the stress of that, because knowing that, you know, your meeting is on at 3 o'clock today, but that's not the sleep time of your infant or toddler. Do you know what I mean? They're going to be up and they're going to want to be attended to. So there was, um, you know, a, a call for looking at the mental health of people who are in situations that aren't conducive to working at home. Some of us are blessed like that, like my kids are old enough to be going to school. So when I work from home, actually, I can get an awful lot done because there's no one there to disturb me. But that's not the same for everybody else. But I think for the majority of people, and I know, Joe, people are worried about this going forward if there's another lockdown. Like, what do we do if schools close again? Because that had a massive effect on people. Yeah, yeah. It's really difficult to do both. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, it's great advice. Uh, you can uh, catch uh, Rachel Meskell of Workplace Wellness online as well and find out more on her great tips because, listen, we could be facing into further restrictions and who knows what sort of winter lies ahead. Thanks so much, Rachel. Call Limerick today now on 461995.